I'm so delighted. We're going to be talking with Kitty Sheehan. And I heard Kitty on a Conan O'Brien podcast. And I just fell in love with Kitty. And hi, Kitty. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Happy um, Halloween candy on sale day. That's right. And and Kitty Sheehan (laughs) um, has a website called The Healing Obituary. And Kitty, I wanted, after I heard you on with Conan, um, Kitty lived here for 20 years and taught school in Minnetonka. Okay. She, Tommy Mischke, um, she designed one of his websites. So she's got a lot of Minnesota connections. She lives out in upstate New York. And when I was listening um, to you with Conan, I just thought Lori would love this because Lori has read obits to us nonstop on the show. And we just kind of love the stories that obits tell. And when I heard you're an, you do this as a profession and also teach people, like you've got to be on. Nice. Yes. So I what- mean, I really have read obituaries since I was like in fifth grade, starting in the Stars and Stripes because we lived overseas and we were desperate for anything in English. And that was one place, right. and I was like, oh, look at all these stories of these amazing lives. And I've never really oh, wow. stopped reading obituaries. Right. So what do you think, yeah. Kitty, what makes a great obituary? Well, the thing that I've learned is detail is what makes a great obituary. You know, so often um, a funeral home, because this is the way they've always done it, They'll use a form to get facts about someone's life. And so it, that, the form doesn't capture detail. The detail comes in when you really can sit down and talk to somebody about the person that they've lost and learn their life story. Um, an example is if someone's talking about their mother and they say, well, she really liked to cook. Okay. Don't leave it at that. Say, what did she like to cook? Tell me in detail about her cooking. Did she love certain cookbooks? Did she make a mess when she cooked? <laughs> Who did she like to cook for? You know, and get the real story of someone because that's what people really like to read. And is there a, do you think like, so do you think people, are you finding more and more people are doing this as they're alive, wanting to be part of the obituary writing process? That's a really good question. Um, you would think so, but I really haven't found that mm-hmm. is the case yet. But I see it coming. I definitely see it coming. I mean, you could tell when I talk to Conan, he definitely wants to write his own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> right. How did you get into a writing obituaries? Um, I started writing as a freelance writer oh, about 15 years ago, and... My husband works in the funeral profession. He um, has done everything in that world from selling caskets to um, the head of an association in the funeral profession. And so uh, people that he knew started asking me to write for their websites and things like that. And so it just naturally kind of progressed into writing obituaries, I started doing it for friends and family. And um, they loved what I wrote so much. We, my husband and I started thinking, you know, we could teach funeral homes how to do a better job at this. Right. And so we created the healing obituary. 
And that's what we do. We go to funeral homes or we do it on Zoom and have a three-hour seminar and teach their people how to write a more detailed, more personal obituary. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I, I basically got started doing it for family and friends. Right. And, and how did Conan find you? <laughs> I know. it's You're like, of all the people who have listened to me on there, no one has asked me how that happened. Good it's question. like, oh, really? You just assume I'm right. like pals with Conan. Right. Um, no, at the end of his Conan Needs a Fan yes. podcast, he says, do you have a question for Conan? Um, call us. And, and also, I think it said on their website, you could email. So I just emailed, God, it was a really long time ago. It was like six months ago. I emailed, what would Conan like his obituary to say? And that was it. And I just thought, you know, nothing was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then um, Labor Day weekend, one of his producers called me and did an interview. And, and it just turned out that he's obsessed with obituaries, too. So that worked out really well. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. That you, I just, I was so delighted. I'm like, I've got to get you on our show because you're so, it's just such a fun area that we spend a lot of time reading, but we don't know kind of the origins and who writes them. Is there like an obit that you think is the gold standard? Oh boy, Julia. I know that's really big, but like, because you know, I heard notable obits. You said they're already in the bin at the New York Times. These have already been written. They're ready. But is there one maybe recently that you thought, wow, that is so well done? There are so many. I am so impressed with the obituaries that the people that I've worked with are writing because I taught them to write a detailed obituary about a quote-unquote regular person. And when you start asking the right questions, you find out incredible things. But um, more specifically, I'm a huge fan of an obituary writer named John Pope, P-O-P-E, and he writes for the New Orleans newspaper. Oh. His obituaries are absolutely incredible, and you can find them online. Um, those are my those are my kind of my models. But there's also a great book. It's called The Deadbeat, and oh, Lori, you would really like it. We had you that offer. Yeah, we author. had that author on. Years ago. Years oh, ago. Yes. Have, have that book. Yes, she was just wonderful, wonderful, because I was, we, we did not realize that so many newspapers and entertainment outlets and TV shows had for, I don't know, I think she told us, like, when people turn 75, unless they have a health thing, they start putting together a package, if you will, of famous people. Yes. Yeah, she's great. Now, there's a book. um, John Pope's obituaries are in a book that you would love. It's called Getting Off at Elysian Fields. Oh, I love that. And, yeah, you you will devour it because he's just so brilliant at what he does. And so I kind of use his model to teach my people um, how to write the first question that I have them ask the family that they're sitting down with is, tell me the words that first come to mind when you talk about this person. And I tried to do that with Conan, and then his people couldn't come up with any words. that was funny. You heard that. Yes. But, you know, they start saying things like funny, creative, loving, and then you don't leave it at that. The next thing you say to them is, 
can you give me an example of how he was creative? And then you start hearing these great stories that mm-hmm. you can integrate into what you're writing. And it, it just makes it so much more personal. You know, you, you hate an obituary that says about someone, um, they loved the Vikings. Right. And most of all, they love their family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine, but it doesn't tell you. And it's the details that we all hold on to. It's the it's the things that we read that make us realize that person was a little bit like us. Mm-hmm. You know, we can relate to that. And we read obituaries looking for the secret to a good life, right? Is that why that, you love them so much, Lori? I, I, I think that's so. That's interesting I'm, that I've never even heard that articulated, yeah. why, why we read them. Well, I like to read them because of the storytelling mm-hmm. about the person. And you feel like in one small way, you know this person mm-hmm. and you feel... A mm-hmm. compassion for the family, and I love when people have a flair and they give us, like you said, the detail that makes that person seem alive, even though you have no idea who they are or anything. But um, yeah. like if someone's been a veteran, I, I really like it if they go into a little detail of, you know, fought at D- Normandy and D-Day and became, you know, friends with the village of St. Sure, Maria sure. Glace or whatever it might exactly. be. And giving exactly. that kind of detail because you're like, oh, my gosh, it's just fascinating. One of my favorite things that happened once I was talking to a family, a mother of six kids, and she was also a full-time nurse. So it was just incredible to hear them talk about how she managed to be a mom of six and have a full-time job taking care of other people. But one of the things that they all remembered her doing was during a blizzard in Iowa, she went to the hospital on the back of a snowmobile and they all said she was a badass, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, can I please say badass in the obituary? And they said, sure, you know, I mean, it was just great, but... That's yeah, great. so it would be a cool feature on mm-hmm. your show to read obituaries. Read one a week or something. We, that would we be cool. Do. Some days we yeah. get a few of them. You get a few or some weeks we go without. But yeah, try and and I, I always think, oh, God, people probably are so sick of me and my notable obituaries and notable lives that have lived. But, I, I mean, there must, I mean. People I, like to listen I to think the storytelling read and read them. I always think of uh, like uh, Mo Rockas told my yes. old idea, Mo Bituary. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's and still there's room. He doesn't do them very often. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a brand new column coming in the New Yorker by Susan Orlean, and she's writing about obituaries. I'm just thrilled. Oh, really? So it's really starting to become more something that people accept as storytelling and mm-hmm. not. You know, oh, an obituary. Oh, I don't want to talk about death. You know, it's just becoming more and more of a way to tell a story. So, yeah. Kitty, I mean, it's, yeah. going, it's yeah. going to, it's what we all have in common. It is. We are all going well, we to are born expire and we're going someday. to die. Kitty, we're just, we're, we're talking with Kitty Sheehan. Her website is the, is it the healing obituary or the healing obit? Yes. If, yes. Do you do, obituary. do you do individuals if someone wanted some help with something individual and they weren't a part of a nursing home or, I mean, funeral home? I would, do. Yeah. Okay. I do a lot of custom obituaries. Is yours done? <laughs> uh, no, no, that's okay. a good question. I think about it every once in a while. <laughs> you know, because Lori, for a while, you had a music. Lori was collecting music that you wanted to play at your celebration of life. Yes. But and I've, like, collected, I've collected interesting obituaries. And just kind of have 
you know, for inspiration, if you will. <laughs> if I ever have Good to write somebody's you. obituary, which of course I I will, but I'm right. lucky enough to have both my parents and everything. So uh, Good for you. Yeah. But it's we're yeah, so write di- it all down because mm-hmm. when you're gone, you lose your vote. That's right. Okay, I love that. Okay, it was <laughs> Kitty. Thank you for your time, and hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. And yes, I would love to. I want to do a very quick shout out Please. to one of your listeners. Her name is Kathleen, and I just want to say hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Where does she live? She lives in Minneapolis area. Her uh, sister is one of my really close friends. Oh, awesome. Thank you. And and I told her sister I was going to be on it. She said, oh, my God, Kathleen loves that show. So hi, Kathleen. (laughs) Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. (laughs) And so delighted to meet you. And hopefully we'll talk to you soon. And again, it's um, thehealingobit.com. And... um, Wow, we're going to have to write Lori's one day and then surprise her with it, Kitty. Yeah, right. Well in advance. Good job. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071.